Not everything metal was created equal. What an ugly thing to say. The Metal Sucks Podcast. Chickity Chuck and Godless attempt to bring order to chaos or just make stupid jokes about dumb people. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. This is the Metal Sucks Podcast. Greetings and salutations, my fine yes. metal friends. Welcome to another edition of the Metal Sucks Podcast. We're back. We're back. We're back. I am Chuck. I'm Godless. And this is your weekly examination of all things metal, the Metal Sucks Podcast. We post it every Monday on MetalSucks.net, or pretty much every Monday. We're going, you know, after a week off there. All Thanksgiving. That, all that Thanksgiving turkey, man. And I had to, like, take a little bit of a break. I had to go to Tennessee. Oh, on, on purpose? I went to Dollywood. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> on purpose? It, it's, it, it's in, it, well, no, I mean, yeah. Well. The family said this is where we're going. Okay. And, and not like, you know, the wife and kid. Because yeah. they know me better. The, the family The family family, yeah. family. yeah. So, but yeah, it, it, it's funny because like Dollywood is all about Jesus, guns, and camouflage. Everything that you are totally oh. all about. It is like <laughs> the essence of what I know Godless is. I know. I, I, apparently being Christian now means you wear camouflage. That's like the thing. <laughs> so I'm like the whole time I'm thinking, well, maybe that, maybe God wears camouflage and that's why nobody sees him. You know? <laughs> I like that theory. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's a dumb place oh come on you know you loved it you had a great time if nothing else for Frick. like the people watching the sociology aspect of it you sit there and like look at that slice of life yes and gotta love it you know uh, like, oh my god look at this there's no, you've never seen that much cholesterol gathered in one spot <laughs> oh you're god. like oh my god <laughs> so many clogged arteries so it's, little time it's like that movie uh was it wally uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that's, that's by and large, man. By yeah. and large, yeah. gotta love it, man. Hey, I'm one to speak, but you know, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's that's Disney World for you, or whatever. You yeah, know? at least the lines for the the roller coasters aren't as long as long as you Cause, think because nobody can ride them. They can't ride them anymore. <laughs> they can't close. Can't fit anybody in there. Yeah, you need the fat guy coaster. Yeah, this, this one's double wide. <laughs> All right, everybody. It goes kind of slow. Yep. It only gets halfway up the loop and comes back. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a sad, sad, sad little roller coaster. Oh, well. This week uh, on the podcast, we are talking about the top metal of 2014. Is yes. that what year we're on? I look forward to this episode all year long. It's do you, really I mean, yeah. how, how do you look forward to the episode when you don't even know what the hell's out? Well, because I figure like either I'm going to love everything or, or hate, everything. hate everything There's a lot to hate, right? or I'm going to love some. I'm going to hate some. I'm going to feel strongly about. That's true. You start to develop, and there's so many releases and so many things that are coming out that that it's you know you can develop an opinion about everything. And I didn't know it in January, but this turned out to be a really interesting year for metal. I would agree with that. I would say interesting is a great way to put it because last year was phenomenal as far as metal releases and what came out in 2013. You know, some amazing comebacks and some great stuff that that happened in 2013. 2014 did not look like it was going to be shit until. Uh, what like midsummer maybe? I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. I I I wouldn't say that I thought it was gonna be shit, but I thought it was gonna be like I don't know. I, like lackluster. My, my mid year list was like kind of. I felt like I was stretching. Yeah, lackluster would yeah. be the word. There's not. There wasn't a lot of gold right off the bat. Right. 
there were there were some good albums well and some of the like one of the commenters actually had, had mentioned on our post for our top 15 was that all these bands are just wait till the end of the year to post it because all the bloggers are just too stoned to remember what happened at the beginning of the year it's like yeah that may actually be true well so, I, uh, I don't know my bend your list i i looked at it yeah i looked at it and and I took it all into consideration. And I didn't look at and it. And my number one and number two remained consistent. I, I didn't. I, I forgot what I even put on that list. I, I, <laughs> did, did, I was like, you, just you saying that, I was like, did I did I do that? Did I actually do a mid-year list? I don't I don't remember if I did that or not. <laughs> well, and the other thing, too, is that, like, like all right, so, you know, everybody can follow you at Twitter at Bearded Ape. At Bearded Ape, Ape, yeah. At Godless Speaks. And then, but you can also follow me on Spotify, Godless Speaks, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've been, like, building my 2014 best of list all year long oh really on spotify and so all i got to do and there's like only one or two releases that aren't available on spotify that i just had to keep in the back of my head remember 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 but yeah that so that i've been building the list i was very (laughs) diligent i had this idea to uh let me let let me just build this on itunes plays right let me let me Uh see what my best of is by listed by plays on itunes right that's a good idea uh no no it wasn't a good idea oh because it was not even close to anything metal it was like all sorts of random (laughs) steely dan shit you know (laughs) how did i listen to steely dan that much this year (laughs) nobody should listen how is that fucking possible you know it's like i didn't realize that I, I there's I think I have problems because like my iTunes playlist is just jacked up. No, so I have a tendency to just throw stuff on and kind of let let it randomize. And yeah. Then I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah, it's, I love random. I went to, I went down a yacht rock wormhole there for a while though. Oh, over, you didn't even tell over me the summer. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Well, you know it happens. I love I love when I go down that wormhole. 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 Yeah. No, not really. Ah, uh, firefall. I'm feel, I'm kind of ashamed of it from time to time. No. But you ambrosia, know. dude. I am so in. Ride like the wind, dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. Terrible, terrible things. But what, what am I talking about? No, talking? Yeah, well, that that's the thing is that to, you know when we do our prediction episode, 2006 uh, is it 2015 or 2015? 2015. 2015. That that's the year I'm predicting a Michael McDonald metal collaboration. <laughs> Because <laughs> everybody knows that every any song with Michael McDonald doing background vocals in the 19, early 1980s that made it a great song. True. Now, see, I, uh, see, now I want, uh, now I want, I want the reverse because uh, uh, there's been a lot of yacht rock cover metal bands that have done yacht rock songs, right? right? I think Yorn did a cover of "Ride Like the Wind," and you know, like they, they, I've heard those, right? Uh-huh. I want, I want it the other way around. I want like Michael McDonald to cover. Uh, behemoth song yeah oh know? totally like, like some like oh, lucifer yeah yeah it's like oh, i want i want that to happen in fuck motown michael mcdonald okay predictions will happen in january <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. save save those we can have fun with that later can you contact his people i'd <laughs> like to interview michael mcdonald <laughs> i want to talk to him about the metal possibilities for his uh, career yeah i think i think it's totally doable you I, know the, the, if anything if any if you can get anybody it'd be kenny rogers because kenny rogers you know that that guy's gonna need some more money for plastic surgery no you know, so I was playing this game with my family at Dollywood because we were all miserable. Like anytime we saw a woman who kind of sort of looked like Dolly Parton, we had to scream, sing really loud. I'm working nine to five. <laughs> and anytime we saw anybody who looked like Kenny Rogers, you had to sing. Um, 
Oh, <laughs> so at the, wait, 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 real quick. At, at, at Dollywood, yeah, you know, at, at Disney World, uh-huh. everybody's got the mouse ears, right? <laughs> yeah. What do they have at Dollywood? <laughs> Nothing. Do they don't camo. Have, That's what they got. The camo. They, they don't have tits. No. Like they don't have. Uh, no, but they got fake blonde hair. That big fake blonde oh, hair. Oh, okay. There's a lot of that. Kind of figured that was uh, that'd be the game. There, although there are a lot of men in Dollywood who look like Kenny Rogers, and there's also a lot of guys work like old guys working at. Uh, at Dollywood, whose name is, uh, I think it's Vance. I think I saw three guys named Vance. Vance. Hmm. So weird. Uh, but uh, uh, there's like, otherwise, there's no Kenny Rogers to be found anywhere in Dollywood. Weird. All right. We've wormholed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> two totally different. Anyway. All right. Oh, sorry. T- top list of 2014. You know what was interesting about this year? Can I, tell, can okay, I say about ahead, it real quick? Is that, is that like, so 2013 consensus album of the year carcass True. surgical steel yes. right there was a definitely everybody sort of agreed on that there are three people who didn't disagree and they're dumb and then like <laughs> but like it was it, it was a gr- freaking awesome year and that album stood out this year it turns out that there's like no consensus true as the album of the year nor is there even a consensus on the like subgenre of the year it wasn't like any one particular subgenre really stood out yeah it, and considering that everybody is like oh you know, screw that subgenre and screw that subgenre. My subgenre is this one. It turns out that I think most metal fans are actually more generalist than than uh, they like to play on TV. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's. I, I think it's. Well, hmm. I don't know. I, I think. I think it's all. They're all fucking posers. <laughs> you know, if you really, if you really uh, enjoyed what you, uh, you know, stuck to your guns, man. No, I don't know. I, 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 th- I think you are correct though. I think people like a lot more varied shit than they, than they lead on to, you know, not everybody can listen to black metal and nothing but black right. metal. I'm sorry. You just can't. No, it, it, it drive you up a wall. And I mean, cause I'm a death metal fan mm-hmm. and the, my biggest problem, as somebody said, is I don't listen to enough death metal apparently, but, but, uh, <laughs> I'm staring at your stack of CDs over here. It's almost to the freaking ceiling. I know. I know. And it's, it's like CD on top of cd and many piles of it but uh people just need to see it but no the the thing about that is is that um i i get it though because the the problem is um you start to if you focus on one genre you you get really granular and really critical about little stuff within that genre and then then pick things apart and i think if you vary your listening you're able to kind of really grasp the good stuff about whatever genre that happened to be. You know, mm-hmm. like if I, I really love these things about death metal because I really hate this shit about metalcore, <laughs> you know, or whatever, you know, and, and giving at least some of that. And then you can also take the value of the genre that you love and see how it can be applied to other things. You know, the, you know, the reason my number one was number one was that it has got some really good death metal elements to it. Mm-hmm. And, other stuff but it's it's got, like the most eclectic yeah metal it's got some of the really year, maybe. good death metal stuff to it that i really dig in there but it, it's completely different so i don't know so how do we want to do this do focus want, up with your list start with 15 we want to go from the top down is that yeah what because gonna, people know? might not have read it okay all right number 15 i had behemoth with uh the satanist great pick uh very good album man i thought that was Definitely good. Uh, the the one what was the the comment though that I got about that was I I had said something about it being one of the only standouts in the death metal scene uh, this year as far as uh, records and, are and concerned. And you obviously don't listen to enough. Death, I death obviously metal. don't listen to enough death metal. Which the thing is is that I don't know if anybody else listened to death metal this year uh, is fucking boring. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of fucking boring shit happening in death metal. Granted, there were a lot of good things, and I actually left a few bands out, and we'll talk about that yep. later in the show. Uh, that I just. <laughs> 
brain brain fart on probably a couple a, of bands. Definitely a better year for death metal than people anticipated. Definitely a better year for death metal than 2013. Well, there was a lot of there were there were a lot of death metal albums that came out this year, but there was a lot of death metal albums that sounded like the same death metal albums that yeah. came out this year, and I think that's what made uh made Behemoth kind of stand out. I think they did a good job uh, making it sound a little bit uh, you know behemothy. Yeah, <laughs> you know they sound like Behemoth. Yeah. Uh, number fourteen was Cynics, uh, kindly bent, uh, kindly bent to free us. So good, fucking brilliant. Yeah. Goddamn brilliant! It's almost not metal though. It, it's it's so close to not being a metal record that it's it, it it rides the line. Yeah, but I mean, I love that band. I can't get around them. Scar Symmetry. Totally agree. Oh man, that that album's so good. I, I I like it despite myself. It's so tasty. It really is. Like it's it's sugary and sweet and like. And the more I listen to it, the more I'm in love with it. Like I really want to hear the next the next album. Like it's already. Been, well, it's making me, it's part of that trilogy. So, yeah. like, I, I want to hear the next part of the, uh, yeah, I want to see if it's going to do the same thing or if yeah. it's going to be, like, something that goes in a different direction, you know? like it Have could they be, announced when that's going to happen? I, I don't know. Is it, we got to wait three years for it or what? Probably. No, I doubt that long. Okay. Uh, probably not that long. Uh, number 12 was uh, Paul Bear, uh, <laughs> Foundations of Burden. Fucking great record. God damn it, I can't wait. I'm going to see them on New Year's Eve again. Oh, they're, yeah, they're back in town. They're playing with the sword. New Year's Eve plans made is hard enough for, to keep me awake past midnight. You need to smoke. Well, <laughs> you need to smoke more weed. Well, you probably just fall asleep. Yeah, fall asleep. Definitely. Fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Paul Bear puts you down. <laughs> yeah. Weed and Paul Bear. Yeah. <laughs> I need a nap. I'm done. Uh, Agalox, the serpent in the sphere. A that that one seemed to be on a lot of lists. You deserved it. And totally deserved it. Holy shit. That's a great record. Yep. I mean, you just can't. But I, I see. I don't think you ever went wrong with any Agalox record. Like I've liked everything that they've done. And, you know, I, I know that some people had criticized this one for being somewhat similar or, you know, not taking any chances or I think they're full of shit. What I love about the record is it just it's it feels so naturally epic. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, like the behemoth record is awesome. Right. But it's like it's, it's got so much bombast. Yeah. To it that obviously it's epic. Agalock just just happened to be epic yeah you know? and that's in and they just are that way you yeah know? and that's how they write and it sounds just yeah it sounds full and big and unique yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yummy this one uh i don't think anybody else had on their list was uh darkest hours self-titled album and i totally understand why nobody would have this album on there because by darkest hour standards i would say this is I lo- I really like this record, but it's totally different than stuff that they've done, and it's different in like subtle ways. Uh, I feel like they Sumerianized it. Like that's mm-hmm. if that's a word now. <laughs> I really think they they Sumerianized this record, and it's um it's different. But I really liked it, and I'm a homer for those guys. So I De- can't. Yeah, definitely top twenty five for me too. I loved it. Yeah, and I mean, I think that a lot of it had to do with label or producer or whatever, you know, whatever, because, uh, you know, when we had him on the show, it's like, yeah. you know, those influences were definitely part of that. But, man, it's, yeah, I'm sorry. I, sorry, everybody else. I, uh, somebody lost a spot because I had to put Darkest well, Hour in there. I, I don't know. Personally, with so many of these albums, like, you know, just like we were talking with Cynic, like, I hope that these bands go further in these new directions they're trying because I, I like 
where they're going and i hope that they continue on is that, that is that like an exploration thing like you want them to try those things or is it a matter of i don't um, want them to I, I, it's like they i feel like it, you know some people have a problem with it like if a band grows out of what they right. used to do like yeah i don't sound anything like that anymore this is not what we clutch yeah you know, good example because when they did the blues thing people liked the blues thing but they liked it for a completely different reason than the reason they liked the self-titled clutch record you know right. like it's I don't like that. This is, feels weird, and there's some backlash there. And then they brought them back when they did a bit more rock record, you know. Yep. So it's I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is a journey or this is a destination. You know what I mean? I, that, yeah. that is yet to be seen with that band. So yeah. they, to me, they sound excited by what they're doing. I agree with that. Like, and, and, that, that and that's that's worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. That totally legitimizes it. Bliss fucker number nine. Trap them, dude. This album like so aggressive, man. I love it because it always feels like somebody's holding you by the neck and about to drop you off a fucking cliff with that band. Like it, it and when you go to a show, it always feels like it's about to explode. Mm-hmm. I love that band. I love, uh, I love to see them live. I haven't done that. You yet. never seen them? Oh nah, they God. played South by Southwest like four times. Holy or something, right? shit! There, yeah, it's yeah, it, it does. It feels like it's. It feels like you're gonna die. Yeah. Like if you okay. So have you ever driven a car really, really fucking fast, like 150 miles an hour down the highway fast? Like have you ever done that before? Nope. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. You know, it feels like you're always about like. I I got on my kid's skateboard yesterday. Does that count? That might be close. <laughs> At your age. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it might be close. Number eight, one that the one that definitely didn't make it on. I don't think why anybody's not? list, and I don't understand why. Ugh. Because Keith Buckley, basically, you know, when when I interviewed him over, I guess it was over the summer when they were doing a war tour. I mean, when he said this was the best record of the year or best record of their career, I was like, "You're full of fucking shit." Whatever, yeah. dude. Every every band says that all the time, and I think he was right. I think it's the best thing they've ever done. It's fucking brilliant. Every yep. time I die from parts unknown. Is my number eight, and yeah, I love it. Yep, <laughs> but I'm also a homer for that band. Yeah, you know, I'm. I don't you know. think it's. Even, I don't know. I'm not a homer for them, but I still love it. It's a great record. You're a homer for the next one, though. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> number seven's woven war, woven war. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little more because that's uh, so, uh in a different position on uh, Godless's list, yeah. to say the least. So yeah, we'll talk a little more about that one later. Opus Pale Communion. You're we- crazy. Which was, what? Why am I crazy? That it's so low? Yeah, okay. I know it should have been higher. It should have been higher on the list. I know. It should have been top five, but, you know, what, what can I do? I just love it when there's an album with so much anticipation, and then when it hits, it's just like with thud. But it's just like what you were talking about with uh, with the other stuff, trying something different, doing something a little bit new, and going outside the box, and going on this journey i don't know that's don't, what these guys are doing and it's fucking amazing it really is i don't know humping phil collins's leg doesn't come off to me phil it's doing collins, something new my ass whatever dude <laughs> i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna make a reference at least <laughs> at least make a reference man i mean <laughs> the new opeth song shit <laughs> no i think i think vince had posted it on facebook or something at one point that i don't know where to put this uh, where to put the opeth album and yeah. I, I had the same sort of struggle with that because i really feel like it deserved to be on the list somewhere but you know it's it's, i get why people are against it because it's not a metal album you know it's not a metal record it's a progressive rock album and it's almost yacht rockish in a lot of cases so it's something that i feel that 
I get why people want to remove remove it from the from lists like this, but I really think it's just one of the. It, it is honestly one of the best records of the year. That's why Dude, it's on my you, list. If you spun more Steely Dan than anything else this year, I can understand why Opeth made your list. And number five, I could put this guy at. I could put one album at number number five. I could put one at four. I could put another one at three, and I could just keep going with Devin uh, Townsend, man. Yeah. Such I mean, a good record. Z2 is... It's 2X the best great record. I mean, it's not only like the first The first album is so good. Just, just It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so expansive. And then the second album is so funny yep. and just got some hilarious content. It's just great. I mean, we've talked about it before on the show. It's like, I don't understand how... where I don't understand. I don't yeah. know. I mean, like that guy's... I think he's. I think he really is from another planet. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, he, I think he actually has to be because nobody's brain can have that much amazing content in it. And somebody in the comments basically had said, "Like, wow, he hasn't done anything good since whatever," you know. And I'm like, I totally no. disagree. I really do because I'm ca- um, like I was saying earlier, "Casualties of Cool" is a oh yeah great right record yeah. And I mean, and and he just did that like I don't know, like well, for a two weekend. Weeks, wasn't it two weeks ago or something? Like yeah, that? It's like, <laughs> what the hell? And he'll have another album out by uh, out by February yeah. or something. You know, it's like, damn, dude. I mean, I I think if anybody was anybody normal was putting about out that much output, they they would totally be. Uh, th- it would totally be mediocre. There's no, there's no way that right. any normal human being can put out that much music and have it be whatever, ha- have it, have it not be stale. And I feel like he's been able to keep overcoming that and keep creating something new and keep driving it forward and still sound the same in some respects. And then also make things that are bigger and expand, you know, using that choir that he did on this record. Yeah. I mean, it's just some amazing stuff, man. I, I really think so. Devin Townsend. We, 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 Bravo, we're sir. Not, we're Bravo. not worthy. We're Bravo. not worthy. We're not, we are totally not worthy. Uh, uh, number four, Anonymous Rocks. Thank goodness, man. Uh, you th- and I are the only ones who realize how great that record is. I think that was on a couple other lists, man. Like just a couple. It should have yeah. been on everybody's. Uh, th- dude, that's so... I mean, uh, if Anonymous Rock puts out a record, it's going to be on there. I mean, like, I name... I name my MMO characters after a <laughs> like that's my legacy and uh, on a couple of games that I play like I use them for everything because I love their not only their nomenclature but I just listen to their yeah. music and it's so so good yeah because it's it's got the things that I like about black metal but also the things that that, that make me interested in other stuff like it's got enough flavor to it that it's not just stale yeah you know? like it's it's not a retread Speaking of not stale, something the oh, job for a Cowboys uh, comeback three. of the year. Holy crap! I was not into this when I first like you know I was like ah, I kind of like it. Eh. You've been talking shit about job for a Cowboy for years. You well, got to admit it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Not like talking shit, talking shit. I'm just giving you our yeah, time. No, I was one of the purveyors of doom. Like from uh from from the get go when I first heard that, I was like, okay, that was on the air as a as, as a handoff. You know, yeah. I told Nick that when we interviewed him. Yeah, it's like, yeah, some kid in a parking lot gave me a copy of the album, and that's how people found that damn thing. Yeah. So no, I was, but I was also on the idea that I thought that they had run their course to the point where we're gonna get the same cranked out thing over and over again and they totally did not do that with right. sun eater you know they've they've kind of reinvented the wheel for themselves you know they, they're not doing anything uh like genre defying or anything um, like outrageous but they just did this better than anybody else this year and mm-hmm. it's it's really impressive i mean just the just the way that they made the bass sound alone was 
a what what yeah <laughs> that's just an amazing decision to make in that and i thought that was brilliant now number two you just didn't get into at the gates at war on, with reality i'm gonna keep on trying because i, I sw- everybody keeps on saying how great it is and i'm missing something yeah i think a lot of us that are really fans of at the gates yeah, like we're really, really trying hard to really make that work. But and that's I, pretty but, high on your list to say that, though, dude. No, no, no. I love it. That's the thing yeah. is that we're. But uh, I, I, no, I don't get it. You, you need to fucking get off. You need to pull out and pull it and hit your head out of your ass. And, yeah. and, and love this record. It, it's funny because it's like the other night I'm sitting around. Just pl- embrace it. I'm playing online poker. I'm like, all right, what am I going to listen to? And I was like, I should listen to that at the Gates album for like the. 15th time and try to find what i'm missing and then i'm like no i want to listen to that haunted record man i still i i love that haunted record and mm. you know if i'm gonna listen to that stuff i want to hear cutting teeth you know yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. freaking great well and i think that i don't know though i something about it's just uh it's a great record it really is okay I, good. I I, I I i don't know how to explain it i mean it's one of those things that it sounds like at the gates it sounds like it should it fits the way that it should they've they've picked up where they left off i mean songwriting wise they, they there's not like a ton of variance in it i mean uh, unless you count like uh, uh what's the song i was talking about like heroes and heroes yeah. of gods or whatever or and then there's a eater of gods it's another like really heavy aggressive song i don't know i mean i'm i i think it's yeah it's one I, of the it's, i don't it's, number, it's my number two i don't hate it by any stretch every time i listen to it i feel like i don't know either i'm not paying attention enough or something but it, it's it i can see how i still hear how it could eventually click for me and so that's why i'm going to keep on trying maybe i don't know i think at this point if it hasn't then maybe maybe not but number one nobody else had this as their number one i did see it on a couple other lists and you know i yeah. saw it on, and i and i i kind of agreed with the axles um Dis- or disposition on it because basically his thought was uh, you know it's a debut record from a band it's kind of hard to really get behind them uh, and put them really high on a list because you never know where it's going to go it might explode in your face i don't care yeah i fucking love this record from black crown initiate i think that I, I think black crown initiate is has achieved something that that everybody needs to strive to do and create something completely completely do who was it they, was it uh who was they were opening up for um it was behemoth it was the was it was it <clears throat> yeah because i remember the, standing there and going chuck are you hearing this are you seeing this these guys are good yeah you, and i think i was texting you like yeah. are you here yeah and they were they were freaking great no that, that that's what i've said about them is like yeah. i didn't i would not have given them a nod at all if they hadn't grabbed me while i was walking by and mm-hmm. and pulled me in and i watched 45 minutes of their set and was like yeah. I'm in. I'm sold. Yeah. And I was sold by the live performance. That never, ever happens. And it's not like they're doing anything special, really, on that live performance. Honest to God, they're just standing there with their beards. But they, they're they they're really no. freaking great because it's like it, they, they are figuring out how to do this awesome mixture where they can go from, like, it sounds like old Pantera right into, like, something almost black metal-ish to, like, something proggy to something pure death metal to you know just all over the place but it all seamlessly is working together i mean i I think when i was talking about the scar symmetry album to me it feels like a salad rather than a soup 
because mm-hmm. it's like the the you know this chunk over here is the death metal chunk and then this over you, you here you can taste every little bit of it it's not all separate yeah 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 like, with, with, I, I can still taste the tomato on the top exactly but, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you and still get a little black crown initiate it's like it all blends together it's so smooth it's so good yeah the wreckage of stars is is really a brilliant album and i think they it's been by far the, ma- the album that i've listened to the most this year and been the most intimate with if you will yeah I don't know. What exactly, <laughs> I don't know what that means exactly, but 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 I mean, it is. It's one of those records that I think will live on in my catalog for quite some time. Yeah. So it's it's just been. I think it's. I think it's the best of the year. I yeah. really do. And I know that it was on a few other lists, and a few other people put it on there. And I get the animosity where you're just like, I don't know, man. Are they going to be able to hold this up? I don't know either. Yeah, but I don't care. I think this is yeah. a masterpiece. This really is a masterpiece. And I mean, I got into them when they just had the the EP out and was like, they had some really cool stuff there. And it's like, eh, but it, it it had a little bit to be desired because they're the you know the recording technique wasn't there and just something about this. And then to also see them getting latched onto by big tours and other bands and have them brought along by people that aren't even in really in the same genre that are doing something different and. You know, they've got something, you know, something's going on. And they're like, they were the nicest dudes. Like I met those guys in the, in the great beards. So, you know, I gotta, gotta, gotta love the great beard aspect. I mean, there's a little bit of that beard love going on. So I, I'm, I'm really impressed with these guys and have been really impressed with that record and, and, you know, love it so much. I if, really do. if there's an album that you haven't heard yet that you need to spend some time with, it definitely needs to be Black Island. Well, let's do a song from them right now uh, and play play my favorite song off this new record called... Favorite song of the year, I think. Yeah, I would say this would probably be my favorite song of the year called The Great Mistake from Black Island Issue.
us on iTunes. Subscribe to the Metal Sucks Podcast today. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
All right, so somebody called me out on Twitter about that uh, that album actually not being on my top 15 list, and I totally had to agree with him because I fucked up. I, <laughs> I completely messed up. Really? I mean, what would you have left off? Well, I mean, honestly, like, I could have subbed The Darkest Hour in there for him, but, I mean, like I said, I love Darkest Hour, yeah. but Fallujah, they're, dude, 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 dude. Dude, <laughs> that album is so good. And it was honestly, uh, as I was looking at it, uh, it was just kind of an oversight. It, and I feel terrible about it because I raved about it earlier in the year but if and you how good it was. If you'd include it in the list, then Behemoth would have dropped off. Maybe, maybe. And then you'd be feeling bad about how Behemoth wasn't included. But something, you know, yeah. There, yeah, there, yeah 2014 yeah. is just one of those great years for metal where... It, there, it shouldn't be a top 15 it should so, be a top 20 or yeah. top 20 so i figured i would at least give them a nod in this one man yeah. fallujah a song called car from stone uh and uh, what is it the flush prevails i think is the name of the record and oh dude it is it, it's really good it is a really great record so i would say that would be my my one miss on on my list uh, you're of the, making a public that. apology to fallujah for I, screwing them off because because i i really you know saw them on summer slaughter i bought the record at the at the uh-huh. show you know what i mean like i, I spent money on the band you know because yeah. i liked it so much you know and um and yeah yeah it's, it's funny like you know most death metal bands i don't think are as conscious as they are to tone and yeah. sound these guys sound to me like they're paying they're especially the guitars are paying a lot of close attention to different sounds in their guitar the way it's not just we yeah. hit the distortion pedal here yeah, yeah it's yeah. they've got all sorts of really cool sounds going on with yeah. this yeah, guitar sounds really awesome so yeah i would say that's still one of the best i if nothing else it would definitely be in the top 20 like the top, the next five Another one that was on that was like Destrage. It was another right, one. Right, yeah. Uh, a lot of people had that on the list. And I was like, fuck, I totally forgot about that damn record, man. Fallujah, to me, that album is is really, really good. But to me, it goes, all right, when the next album comes out, you pay attention because this is going to be freaking awesome. I don't know. I think this is that album for them. Like, yeah. You, like in their, in their list, in their catalog, like this is that record. It really, really is. So. Mm. I know, my bad, my bad. Now, we need to get into your top 15, dude. Yeah, no, we've got a lot of duplicates. So, yeah, we do. Obviously, we we, we not only spend a lot of time together, but we also... Go to the same shows in a lot of cases. We see the same, you know, a lot of that stuff as well. And let's be honest, we both have amazing taste. That's true. We're like-minded individuals. And and, that's going to happen. You know, yeah. We We disagree on a few things here and there. Yeah. Uh, but but you know maybe we'll get what some of that is glaring inside inside your list. But yeah, well, my number fifteen I think was like your fourteen or thirteen, which was the Cynic album. Which is yeah. What what what's great about Cynic is that that I mean, first of all, they've got like one of the most incredible stories in the history of music. Uh, but also that they've been incredibly influential, and I think that Kindly Bent Frias is another one of those albums where I think bands like Contortionist. Uh, uh, and all these bands that they've influenced, BT Bam, etc., are going to hear this album and go, "It's okay for us to do this too." Yeah, which is, to be honest, lighten up, the, like like literally musically lighten yes. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and it works. It's great. I'm a metal fan, but but see, then how can you be critical of somebody like Opeth doing the same thing? Well, because you know, Prague. No, oh, that's boring. not fucking Prague. Cynic is not Prague. Uh, Prague no, but it's rock. It, but it, but it, but it's. See, this is it. What Opeth are doing are retro progressive. What? Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. I see where you. I see where. Then yeah. Okay. Uh, there. Cynic is forward thinking. Opeth yeah. is backward looking. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I see. I see your point there. Okay. Like, I, I can. I can admit yes. to that. All yes. Right. 
<laughs> Moving on. 14 baby metal. Suck it. <laughs> it's fun. I, you know, like, I, I, you know, that's it. It's just a fun record. But like, it the, is. It's fun. And then the antithesis of fun <laughs> is my number 13 record. <laughs> oh my God. The Alice Moth. All right. So it's so dark and so brooding and so godless it's it's just <laughs> it's so you yeah i don't know it's it's well, you're not very dark it's it's yet. it's there's there's no real anger on the album that i hear so much as much as this just almost like desperate animosity just like uh, this bubbling kind of yeah, yeah it just know, all feels like mean, in, yeah. it's it, it feels so introspective and uh, it's such a great record i mean you can't spend too much time with it unless you're stoned but you'll it, slit your wrist yeah, yeah you know. but it is such a great record it's one of those records that i think that other bands will listen to and go oh man we can do this and see i really like this record uh yeah i definitely like this record but i honestly still think that the whole thing with the atlas moth is seeing them live yeah like it it just doesn't it never clicked for me like on an album is uh, like for live but yeah. seeing them live i could just sit there and stare at them yeah all day long i loved the last so. record the ache for a distance i thought that was really yeah. great too that made my 2012 list and all right so to uh number 12 job for a cowboy you know I, i'm really concerned that i might that this might be the album that 12 months from now i'm not listening to anymore mm. but i like it a lot right now it might be a timing issue i'll be willing to admit it but it's for me it's a, it's another great story it's a band on a comeback and oh it's so good uh scar symmetry we talked about them awesome beautiful yeah uh number 11 number 10 nobody gave this album love i love it it's the septic flesh record and this now was, titan is the one is that the one that's the one they do with the symphony orchestra right? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and 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 this is an album that came out the first half of the year and, and that I wasn't really on anybody it. else's list i don't think so okay. and it's a shame it's a total shame i mean they're doing the the demo Borgir, you know yeah yeah, yeah thing yeah. but symphonic black metal yeah. or symphonic death metal uh, but the the arrangements with the strings to me are extremely well thought out and they're doing things where you know usually it's like you can hear a lot of the band just thought about their metal and then they layer the yeah, symphony yeah, on top yeah, of it yeah. to me this sounds like they it's were integrated. thinking they were thinking about yeah. the whole picture it was great uh number nine night fell uh living ever mourn um this was like self-released and i i listened to it and loved it and they they got picked up by uh uh a record label to re-release it and it's it's good it's it's typo negative like updated for the you know for now i know i know you're legit now because i was on kim kelly's yeah. list so <laughs> you know if, if you have anything that matches with kim because she actually knows <laughs> the underground so hell yeah uh, number eight, The Hell, another band that didn't make the list, but this is such a freaking great record because it is, it's, it's, it's a perfect bad mood record. You're in a bad mood, put this on, and you will feel so much better because your mood is nowhere near as bad as those guys. <laughs> and that's awesome, you know? It's, um, it's, I don't know, it's like the Beastie Boys of metal. It kind of is. I hear it. It's like, yeah. Uh, number seven, uh, also on your list, an all Nothrock. These yeah. guys are just so great. Yeah. Uh, number six, Whitechapel. This is all about songwriting. You caught some shit in the comments about Whitechapel. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> you know, freaking great. It, you know, sometimes the, I talk about this often, but the easiest song, you know, the song that it sounds like it took them five minutes to write mm -hmm. is the song that's the 
most difficult to come up with and you have to be truly special to do that white travel are truly special and i think that the future for them is just amazing they're going to be one of those bands that 10 years from now we're going to be talking about wasn't it great when and and they might even still be great at that point you know yeah well and and to see them being of the same ilk of uh like joffrey cowboy and still being able to survive and create music that's decent with the with their same core audience you know and and grow that audience the because i mean that you know those two bands based themselves on their 14 year old fans at the time what you know eight ten years ago right yep and still and they still keep those same people today and now they're still garnering new fans with all this new stuff as well. It's actually kind of impressive to see that still work itself out. So this saw is the law, man. That is a freak. And I got to add, I think that was our interview of the year. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I that, think so. That was pretty. That was pretty intense, man. I didn't have high expectations, but that ended up being a killer yeah, interview. That was that was pretty intense, man. He's a good Philly Bo's good guy, man. Yep, yep. So number five, another album that didn't make anybody else's list, but I listened to this album maybe more than just about any other album this year, which is Monuments, the Amanusis. You know, oh, you know what's crazy God. is I have recommended this album to more people than almost anything else yeah? uh, this year, mainly because I think it's a, the most palatable thing that's come out as far as non-metal people you know like if yeah. you want as a gateway to metal this is one of those albums that could uh that that's a good break-in i think it, so it, it, you know they do that da, 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 the gent thing you know but <laughs> the, but it's great songs and the I singer get that guy who did the gent generator yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally. me, he wrote this record but the guy that got singing now ex-periphery yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He's so good that dude is awesome and and you know it's it's almost sad listening to the previous monuments record because i feel like the previous guy is he's the the what's his name from faith no more the chuck uh uh what was the guy the first singer from faith no more chuck oh todd or something yeah yeah, yeah something like yeah, that. yeah yeah like that's that's what that dude feels like to me now because uh-huh. this guy is the perfect fit for them it's so great number four the contortionist another band with a new vocalist and it's so good it's almost not metal and um the contortionist language is uh one of those albums if they put it up for sale on amazon mp3 god damn it i could buy it and listen to it constantly but until then uh it's just i just gotta say it's Who's awesome. buying music on amazon i am okay you and you Yep, number three, Audrey Horn. What the fuck is this? Pure really? heavy. How this, the fuck did this get on your list? This was the one like when you sent this to me. I was like, you, uh-huh. this, you, you, what, what? You're just trolling people. Now. I, I, I wish I could say I was, man. It is a just. It's it's Queen. It's Def Leppard. It's I've heard all it. that I know. stuff. I know what it is, and it's the dude from Enslaved, man. <laughs> I mean that's like crazy, but it's it's a it's a great rock record. It, uh, and what okay. and the thing is is that when you put it up, it, all right, when you're going to try to do something retro like Opeth tried to do, and you stand it up retro. next to the way that you know all the best albums from where that's being drawn from, mm-hmm. Opeth's album does not stand up. This album does. It's out of the city is as good a song as anything Queen or Def Leppard ever did. Okay. All right. Agree to disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, Insomnium Shadows of the Dying. This one could have made it on my list as well. Oh, good. This is one of those. Like, no, I agree. I I I agree that this is a is a really really good record. Yeah. And it's funny because like when I've talked to you about Insomnium before, you're like, but dude, they've done this before. No, and and they have, and they have, but this is better. Yeah. Uh, But their songwriting is getting so much better. Ephemeral and uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the other song on the. 
there's another one on the record, but two of the best songs of the year. They're so well thought out and constructed and everything. Ah, just awesome death metal slash post black metal. They're, they're enslaved, you know, part two. Yeah, it's 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 a good record. It really is. But like like I said, I still feel like they had there's some growth, but not like a lot, you know. But but they they put it together really well. So yeah. I, I can agree with this. And it's you know I don't know that I would put it as high as this. Obviously, <laughs> since it wasn't on my fifteen. Right. But yeah. But uh, but definitely a good record this year. And number one. Number one. All right. Proves so. to me that uh, that Godless is nothing but a pure troll. No way, dude. Uh, a pure Are troll. Are you kidding? It made your top 15 list. It made my top 15 list, But yes. this is number one because this stands along with the greatest metal debuts of uh, ever in the history of metal. This is the new Woven War record. The Woven War debut out of the ashes of As I Lay, as I Lay Dying. They. It, this is as good... Uh, uh, this is so close to being as good as something like cowboys from hell kill them all you know you name the the greatest metal debuts in history this one That's stands along statement. with them hell know. yeah it is but it, it's it, it's 54 minutes of just earworm after earworm after earworm it, every single song is built and 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 it just it's riff after riff after riff that is so good I, I just love this record. And and I think and I think when the, 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 the history is written, this is gonna be one of those albums that people go, Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, also, yeah. okay, so somebody in the commenters basically the idea was that, that you love music that pushes things forward, that moves the needle forward, that, that keeps the ball going down the Absolutely. field, right? How does Woven War being something that, that is pretty much what Azalea Dying did with a different singer? How, no. does that, how does that push that needle down? The, or how does it push it down? It's the not. Road? They're doing something totally different from what As I Lay Dying. I would say that, that sound-wise, it's completely different. Mm. And I would add that I'm not saying that these guys are, what they're doing is is completely revolutionary by any stretch. But you know what is revolutionary is the fact that they can write amazing songs. No, I agree with that. I, th- I think the songs by themselves, like, you know, in the three and a half minute package, like those guys have got that shit down. Yes. Like it is down to the point. And that's why I, I, I included them on the the list is because i think their songwriting style and it's one of the best metalcore albums of the year you know whether some people put killer be killed or devil you know or mm-hmm. you know some of the other things that came out this year that were in that genre this is the best thing that came out in that genre i yes. would say hands down because they are they the reason as la dying won in the first place is because that they could write a fucking song you yep. know and that's why they're they're winning in this case but i don't think that it's like anything outside the box you know, I feel like they're still sort of boxed into the metalcore box. And that's okay. You know. As long as you can write amazing songs. Mm. And they've written better songs. But, it, but this what I'm is saying is, is that it's, collection. it's not moving the, it, it's not moving the, it's just not moving the ball. You know what I'm you saying? You know how it is moving the ball is I think people are going to listen to it and go, you know what? It, we can't just do the same old, same old. We do have to be able to write a great song. Well, I mean, that's the thing is that you can write a same, you can write a really great song, but it's, if it's the same song that you wrote before. You know, then the ACDC's written a, a couple of really good songs. Oh, well, it's their debut album. I know. But the, but you, you got to put it in the context of the material that they have that they have before that. And I'm not saying so, I disagree. I don't think that as I lay dying was doing anything as and nowhere near as good as this. Now, I will say that the one thing that I do have that I think holds this album back 
is the fact that the music is very anthemic and and catchy, but the lyrics are not. Uh, and I'm not a lyrics guy, but mm-hmm. Shane Blay brought over the same lyric style that he had from Mo Sleeper, which is this sort of more, I don't know. The uplifting. Well, not even uplifting, just sort of like uh, uh, uh poetic and you know it's there's nothing personal that's being sung about it's nothing it's not like he's like singing about some sort of shared experience and you know the example that i brought up is like you know when when um when phil anselmo goes walk you know what he means yeah you've been there you've done you know what i mean you're not a badass like phil but you know you you, you've had that feeling before i don't know what shane's feeling on this album i have no idea but but that's also a de, you know debut record it is you know, but so it's, it's also it's, he has a track record for where so but lyrics but, that but don't you, but you can't say you can't go back and look at the O sleeper stuff and judge but against that and then it's not judge against the as i lay dying thing like you say you know, you well, know i'm saying, saying i am know. judging i'm saying it's different than as i lay dying and i'm saying that it's similar lyrically to O sleeper yeah I, I think it's the same as as i lay dying yeah, I, th- I think they're doing a lot of the same patterns as far as what they what they're doing there but mm. i mean I, i'm not you know, I, i'm just saying that what definitely what what what, what Woven War ought to consider for the next album is a Bernie Toppin. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. What song did you want to play from the, this record? You didn't. We didn't want to do All Rise, right? What was the name right. of the song? Yeah, because they've got like six songs on this album that like are just freaking great. Was uh, it Matter of Time or Matter something? Matter of Time. Okay, Matter of Time. Let's do a song from Woven War uh, called Matter of Time on the Metal Sucks podcast. <laughs> Yeah! 
give a fuck cause everybody fucking dies Might as well fuck shit up while you're alive Cause everybody dies, everybody fucking dies Everybody dies, everybody fucking dies We don't give a fuck cause everybody fucking dies Might as well fuck shit up while we're alive Cause everybody dies, everybody fucking dies Help me out now, help me show these fucking cunts what we're about now From the bottom of your fucking Fucking shit up, cause everybody. Wait, wait. So, so good. Uh, one of the most impressive. Okay, so uh, of the year, uh-huh. one of the most um, impressive tweeters of the year. I <laughs> yes. would say that band has been like their tweets have been some of the best shit all year. Like when uh, I guess it was upon a burning body did the whole uh-huh. fake lead singer disappearance and all that shit, and then they they disappeared, but nobody knew who they were in the first place. Like they did this whole <laughs> thing based on that, and then they did the whole thing where they broke up, but they're back together, but then they broke up but then they broke together but then they broke up again and uh like they their their tweets if nothing else are fucking great man that band is called the hell and uh, i think you can probably guess the name of the song oh uh, man that's just one of those i'm telling you it's just it's like the feel good right. album of the year so what makes that any different than king 810 right well the, where the tongue is i mean because king 810 is kill them all 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 and uh, so and this is everybody dies everybody what's the difference why is it? Why is it? The hell realize what they're doing. Why? Why, why can? What do you mean they realize? Well, what they they, like, they know what they're doing. Oh, as far as like, they're, 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 the tongue is in the cheek. Oh, okay, 
They, yeah, they, okay. You know, it's like they're they're pissed off, but they're not that pissed. Nobody's that pissed off, and that it's so ridiculously having, pissed off. They're having fun with it. They're yeah. taking it over the top. Exactly. They're 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 blowing it out. King A10 is doing that, but they're trying to take themselves seriously. I promise you, if if the hell were as pissed off as they sound like they should be. It would nowhere be anywhere near as interesting. Right. The, the the sarcasm on Twitter. You, you yeah. can't have that kind of sarcasm and still be that angry. Yes. You know, you, you're laughing at somebody. And even like, I mean, that's the thing is it's like fun, though. That record is really so fun. fun. And really that's is. the thing is that I listen to King A10 and I, I don't know. I haven't really formed a big opinion on King A10 one way or the other. I think it's OK. Just don't care. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's like when I hear, you know, kill them all, kill them all. I'm like. You just don't sound as pissed off as that seems to warrant. And even when I hear all of the stuff in your bio that's suggesting that really you are, I'm, I guess I'm still not buying it. Maybe it's because I've been to Flint, Michigan. I don't know. But, uh, but have you been there recently? Not recently. Have you seen what's happened to Flint, Michigan? No, it's Flint. I don't know. There's... All the pictures are on the inside cover of the album from King of Ten. It's brutal, amazing. The kill them all. So, yeah, come on, dude. And, and you, you know, gotta sell it. Those guys know what they're talking we, about. We, That's where they're from. We had the really great interview with uh, a guy from Roadrunner. Um, yeah, and our yeah. guy, and and like, I still, you know, he, he believes it. He told, he's totally into yeah. it. And I walked away from that interview, going, I, I got to try it again. And I, I guess I still don't. I'm missing something. Um, you know, I. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I, yeah, I get it. No, I, I, I wonder if Roadrunner is underwhelmed by the fact that King 810 did not make more top 15 lists. You know well, what I mean? Well, that may be because they didn't actually get arrested. You know, like if they would have uh, followed through and had somebody in jail, then maybe it might be a little more successful because then they could have had the jailhouse King 810 record and there could have been some really good stuff that spiraled out of that. But, you know, so and know. I don't see them as being like road dogs. I mean, I know they're out on out with Slipknot. That's but not being road dogs. It's not. Yeah, you're being pampered. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's not being road dogs. You got to play to twenty people on a on a Tuesday yeah. night. To, yeah. I guess if I were the booking agent, I would have put them on the road like months before the Slipknot tour, so you, they could find out what it's really like. Well, you know, I'm sure that they've done a couple tours here and there. I don't know, I but don't anyway, know. we were top the top albums of twenty. 14 king yeah. and is not on that list but uh and you know it would definitely did not i did not see them pop up on any of the musician lists ah yeah which no I, way which i thought was interesting because it, like almost the, the like the musician top 15 lists w- w- almost all of them uniformly are picking totally different music than what the critics are picking well but you know why because they're the bands they toured with well there's there there's that factor of it right and uh-huh. also the idea that um you know, critics get everything sort of handed to them. So we hear, you know, everything. Like, so the record labels are sending you all this stuff. If anything, you might get stuff. If you're a band, you might get stuff that's on your label, that's on your tour, that's that that's around there. Or if you're active and you're out there shopping at record stores, buying albums as they come out or buying CDs as they come out or whatever, you might hear some of that stuff or you're looking forward to something specific. They're they're listening to it a lot different than differently than than critics are. Yeah, you know, critics are getting everything and yeah. they have to hear everything. You know, I think Vince had said that in his post. Basically, it was that you know, listen to a lot of shit. And I mean, I was going to post, but you know, that was part of my my thing too. It's like I listen to everything that comes across my desk, everything that comes into my inbox and my email. 
I, I try to listen to everything. You get, even if it's like some shitty, just free solicited stuff, whatever, because people send me a SoundCloud link, I'll at least click on it, check it out, and go, mm, done. You know, give it its 20 seconds and walk away. So it's hard not to, you know, it's hard not to have a list that sort of coincides with each other in some some way, shape or form. You know, you've got at least five things that cross over with with everybody else on on Metal Sucks as far as the critics are concerned most of the time. And artists, I just don't think have have that access as far as hearing everything, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think also there's, you know, I think a lot of the critics, you know, they, they, they talk to each other. And there's this little world, but they're not necessarily talking to artists. Artists are talking with each other about what it is that they're liking and all that sort of thing, because they're on tour with each other and all that sort of thing. Well, and so it ends up being these two parallel universes that very rarely collide. No, I, th- I think I actually think it's sort of combined. But I but I think the problem that you have is what you're talking about is that if you're on tour with the same group of dudes, yeah, you know, then you have that same group of dudes listening to the same things over and over again you know what i mean like yeah. and and two you know if you're out there playing metal every night and and jamming metal odds are that it's not metal that you want to listen to all the time you know what i mean like yeah. they, you jump in the van because i think they there was a list at one point of like the top five non-metal albums that you listen to in your van yeah and uh that's um you know t- totally something that happens all the time you know they well, who was it that it wasn't yacht rock it was something else was it, what the, was it dave from revocation was talking about what they were listening to in the van or something that was completely odd like jazz or something like, yeah but but anyway the, it's, yeah because he's a jazz head yeah so it's like the, you may not have that, that by the list, way you know that was mean? the other album that we left off our list that is so good oh god so don't remind me revocation. about yeah uh, but uh, you yeah. know what's funny is like i was i was reminded of like uh uh was it uh rob from machine head was like looking for a music crack dealer you know, a fan would hook him up with music because he was looking for new recommendations yeah. and stuff. I mean, I almost think that like almost all musicians should do that. And I think what they should do is tune into your uh, live Friday night show <laughs> right. on NoControlRadio.com or get the recordings on uh, SoundCloud and subscribe to No Control Radio because I think that that is a great way for them to get introduced to a whole hell of a lot of stuff. I don't play any new music. I don't, you know, I don't know what that's all about. Bullshit. You know. Well, I mean, I think that there's... I found so much good stuff. That Scar Symmetry thing what's, was from your Friday night show, man. Well, what's really kind of weird is is that you you don't... Um, like, Sirius XM has got... You know, they, they've got liquid metal or whatever, and they play they, they play a lot of new music as well. Whatever. Um, and touring bands, like, that's that kind of thing works out for those guys because they're driving across the country. The problem mm-hmm. is you got to fucking pay for it. Yep. Yeah, and the sad thing is is that terrestrial radio, like regular radio, doesn't have anything anymore to offer as far as like uh, metal is concerned. You know, for a very long period of time, like my show is only three hours on a Friday night. You know, Full Metal Jackie, she may be uh, somewhat syndicated here or there. Uh, Lou Brutus with uh, uh, you know he does his uh, uh, what is it hard drive. Uh, and it's a it's a harder rock. It's not totally metal. You know what I mean? Yep. So those things are there, but it's you're still playing all this sort of pseudo almost metal stuff. You know, you mix it in with some Linkin Park and makes you want to gag. <laughs> so like, but I mean, uh, those things are out there. There's just less, though, less than there used to be you yeah. know, back in the day because you know, there would be more. But the Internet overnight makes it all dudes. possible. Yeah, the Internet makes SoundCloud, it all possible. SoundCloud, man. You know, so you're on SoundCloud. It's easy. Uh, But, you know, the other thing that was interesting about these uh, lists from the musicians is so rarely did they 
and I only saw one person do it, put their, no, two, put their own album on their top of the year list, <laughs> which to me is like everybody should have their own album on that. If you're not proud of your album, then don't release it. Go back, write some more, record some more until you do have an album that you're proud. But of. I think that that's also them trying to be humble. Screw being humble. It's 2014. Life is too short. You don't need the humility is bullshit. Oh, come on. No, I think that that's I think that that's valid. I, I, I think removing yourself from I mean, that is no, totally valid. I, was it? Was it uh, uh, the guy I think from Malaysia was like he put his album at, like tied for number eight or something. That? I don't know. Allegion. 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 Is that what it? Whatever. <laughs> it's spelled weird, but, but it, it's a legion. It was great the way he was like. He was like. It was like. I thought we did a pretty good job. You know, in parentheses afterwards, and I'm like, yeah. You know what? You're right, dude. You did do a pretty good job. And and then the only one who outdid him was Max Cavalera. You want to talk about a guy who knows how to have a career in metal. Okay, by the way, my record is the best, yeah. as well as my no, son's record no, is also the best, and then my rec- other son's record is also the best, <laughs> so we make the best metal in the world. His top 10 consists of <laughs> Killer Be Killed, Cavalier Conspiracy, I mean, just anything he touched. Insight. Yeah. I was going to say, like, all of it is uh, all Cavalier. It's, so it's got awesome. a Cavalier name on it. That's pretty but awesome. But you know what? The dude's proud of his shit. And as well, he should be. And, you know, you yeah. want to talk about, I mean, we talked about Devin Townsend earlier, spitting out an album every four yeah. Weeks, yeah, and no, I, know, I know it's all great. I mean, Max Cavalera, he's been doing that for twenty odd years. I, I, I so wanted to. I tried when uh, when they were through town with um, was Soulfly? Soulfly or something. What I wanted to do, or I've I've always wanted to do this and like have a sit down with uh, with him, his son. Uh, his brother, his wife, who is their tour manager. Oh, I so want to like, interview have, her. A, have like a whole family sit down interview with like all of them sometime because I think that is like one of the coolest things ever that they that they're able to get along yep. and actually be somewhat successful with what they're doing. Because I mean, I, I think about that and, and spending that much time with your family would make make me want to claw my eyes out. <laughs> and I love my brothers and stuff, but you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it, it would just drive you fucking crazy. And they seem to really make that work. And it's it, it to me that. That's more interesting than anything like Osborne's related, you know, like yeah. that's these guys are on tour really working in the end. You know what I'm saying? Like day in, day out. Right. Doing tour shit. They're grinding. Exactly. It. And they're still successful and they're still like kind of in love with each other. And, like all of them. And I, I think that's amazing. And still artistically valid. I know. Like, I mean, yeah, Soulfly shit still great. Cavalera conspiracy stuff is still great. That killer be killed record. Uh, that's one that's of those awesome. that I really wanted to include in my best yeah. of list. And I it's just, it was just one of those great years. Mm. Mm. A great great but not as great as 2013 well yes but i'll tell you but you know what like 2013 there had, is no surgical steel yeah the top five for 2013 were just so incredibly awesome and and then that the next like six through 15 were really great <laughs> but like then after that there was just like a huge drop off you know mm. and this year it just felt like there was so much stuff that was so good there was not like an elite three yeah. or anything, well you know? there's not well i don't know i i say i say there's nothing that was great but i really pretty much had had my top three yeah obviously cordoned off for a while obviously the, the you know the the debuts you know from um woven war from black crown initiate from the hell you know these debut albums and they doing so well uh and doing well on our list i, I mean i think that's that's like sort of the big takeaways yeah. you know and and none of those bands are necessarily doing anything extremely progressive and that almost seems to be taken not progressive as in prog rock but progressive as in moving the music forward but yeah. i think that bands like insomnium and 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 that have 
have been around for a long time were doing some of that, and that was really cool to it's see. It's growth, man. It's totally it's so cool. Speaking of growth, uh, I got one of my, no, never mind. Uh, we we got to wrap <laughs> this thing up, dude. Uh, we can talk about this all, it's, all day man, long. I it's missed fun. you last well, week. I, right? Yeah. yeah. I, we got to not do that. Well, we're going to take a break over Christmas. Oh! I know. We've got a couple of weeks over Christmas that we're going to that we're going to be blowing out. And we, I know it feels weird when we don't when we aren't able to sit and talk metal, you know. God damn it. So, it's always good to get back to it. Next week though, I think we're going to have uh we're going to have Doc in. I hope so. Yeah, so I think we're going to have Doc in to reject our sickness about Christmas metal. Or vice versa. Uh, so yeah. So or which way? Yeah. <laughs> well, it could be our sickness or you know, how yeah. his, his. I think he's a Grinch. He's a total Grinch. <laughs> so and as well as uh, anyway, maybe we'll just do a whole episode of Christmas stuff next week. I don't know. I don't know what I we're going to do. What we're gonna do. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out when we come to it, man. But uh, thank you guys for uh, for tuning in and listening every week. Of course, at metalsucks.net that's we post it on Mondays. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at Bearded Ape on Twitter. I am at Godless Speaks. And then you can also subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search for uh, Metal Sucks Podcast on iTunes, and you will find us there. Subscribe, leave us uh, five stars, and tell us that we suck. That would be much appreciated. And uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of the Metal Sucks Podcast. Hell yeah. Paradise to the Paradise. Always on patrol.